But I thank God for this privilege, and I thank God for the opportunity to minister to you the beautiful, wonderful Word of God. God is here today. God is here. I feel His holy presence. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I would like to turn your attention to the Word of the Lord. <clears throat> First of all, from Matthew, the third chapter, we're going to read verses 11 and 12. And then we're going to turn to 1 Corinthians and read from chapter 3. Praise God. I would ask you to stand for the reading of God's Word. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, whose shoes I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. And everybody say, and with fire. Whose fan is in his hand, and he will thoroughly purge his floor and gather his wheat into the garner, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Praise God for his wonderful word. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Then in 1 Corinthians, the third chapter, beginning at verse 10, According to the grace of God which is given unto me <clears throat> as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. For other foundations can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet as by fire. And everybody said, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Let's all lift our hands and praise God for his wonderful word. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet 
as by fire. I'd like to preach to you this morning, saved by fire. And I'd like to insert the word, saved by reviving or revival fire. Everybody say revival fire. God bless you and you can be seated. <clears throat> I feel if there's ever a generation that needs the church, it is this generation in which we live. And I'm talking about the real apostolic church. Praise God. I believe if the world has ever needed a true witness, it needs a true witness in this hour in which we live. Salvation can only be obtained in and through Jesus Christ. And God so chose that through the means of the church, he would evangelize the world. Praise God. It took a Simon Peter for Cornelius to be saved. It took a Philip for Samaria to have revival. It took an Ananias for Saul of Tarsus to be saved. And, and I thank God today for the church. But the church must be a church that is on fire. On fire. Praise God. Praise God. The word fire means to become ignited. <clears throat> It means to burn as in a furnace. It means that it is tempered with heat. Praise God for a church that has been tempered and lives in the midst of fire. Praise God. Jesus said, uh, John said, and he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. And then he said, whose fan is in his hand? He will thoroughly purge his floor. He will gather the weed into the garner. This is the process of being filled with the Holy Ghost. And then he said, and he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. The chaff is that part of our lives that cannot be used. And unless we have the Holy Ghost, and fire we will let things attach themselves to us that we don't need praise god praise god but i am so thankful today that the true church still has the fire to burn the world out of their hearts and to burn the selfishness and the pride out of their lives. Praise God. And, and I believe the process of being filled with the Holy Ghost also includes the fire of God to burn the desire of the world out of our system. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. You see, fire is one of the most dangerous things, or yet it is one of the most helpful things that there is. It was even more dangerous in Bible days. And ancient Corinth was one of the most important cities of ancient Greece. It was a city 
that was very important for sea for trade with sea and land. It was a city that was known for its uh, workers of bronze and clay. Historians say that even in Paul's day, you could still see some of the ruins of ancient Corinth that was burned with fire in 146 B.C. And as Paul walked across the charred ruins of ancient Corinth, he thought about a church that had foundations that was built upon Jesus Christ. And, and he got the inspiration to write to the church and said, Ye are God's husbandry, and ye are God's building. And no doubt as Paul saw the pillars of the ancient temple of Corinth that still stood, and that withstood the fire of a 146 years past, and, and he saw the buildings and out of which the the uh, the framework had been uh, burned, and, and all that would burn had been burned, and, but there was still the structure standing of stone and, and of rock and so forth, and, and so he gets a vision to write, and, and he lets them know and, that there is a foundation and, on which and, it must be built where fire cannot destroy. And praise God, praise God. Hallelujah. There are several kinds of fire mentioned in the Bible. One of them I hope we never know anything about. It's called hellfire. Amen. And then there's another fire that's mentioned in the Bible that was offered up by a Hugh. And Nadab, or Nadab, and it was called strange fire. Amen. Leviticus 10 and 1. They offered up strange fire before the Lord. And then there's another kind of fire that's mentioned that I want to preach a little bit about this morning. And that fire is known as cleansing fire. Holy Ghost and fire. Praise God. And fire that burns the chaff, that part that cannot be used of our lives, that part that is displeasing to God, and that fleshly, selfish worldliness that is among us. God, we need the Holy Ghost, and we need the fire. And we don't want to confuse the real fire with emotion. Because I've seen a lot of people that could shout with pantsuits on. And I've seen a lot of people that could dance with earbobs on. And there are preachers that can preach and talk in tongues that's got long hair down over their color. I'm not talking about my friend emotion. I'm talking about fire that will burn the world out of your heart and, and burn the chaff out of your lives. Praise God. Praise God. The Apostle Paul mentioned six kinds of foundations. He said there is gold and there's silver and there's stone. These are represented as true discipleship, unselfish labor, and a right attitude. And brother, when you build with them, 
you can't go wrong. Hallelujah. Praise God. But he also mentioned wood and hay and stubble. These represent hypocrisy, formalism, and profession. And ladies and gentlemen, we cannot have true apostolic experience with hypocrisy. Would you say amen? We cannot have true apostolic experience with formalism. And if we start out with true discipleship and we degenerate unto hypocrisy, I'm telling you, I want the real thing. I want the real thing. Praise God. Praise God. I am not interested, and I don't think any of you are interested in just a make-believe. Hallelujah. I think there's some people that started out, and they started out right, and they started out on the rock, and they started out with true discipleship, and they started out on the right foundation, but it got to the place where they couldn't, you know, spend enough time maybe in the prayer room. And it got to the place where they really couldn't go to church as much as they needed to. And so when they went to church, they couldn't feel what they used to feel. And so instead of having the fire to burn the world out of their hearts so they could still feel like they once felt, they just substituted something else. You know, you can substitute something else and get the flesh to going. You don't have to have the fire of God in order to worship God or to shout. You don't have to have the real fire to have emotions. But I want to tell you, you've got to have the fire of God to burn the wilderness and the sin and the corruption out of our lives. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Let's worship the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 And so instead of having the real fire in their hearts, they just substitute loud music. Amen. Now I like music and I like to try to sing. I want you to know if you can't shout no time except when the beat's gone, you don't need to shout. Amen. Brother. You cannot substitute the real apostolic experience with rock music. You cannot substitute the real power of God with entertainment. You can turn the amplifier as loud as you want to, but that's not going to bring it. The fire of God only comes when you are filled with the Holy Ghost, when you are filled with the power of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. You know, there's a songwriter that uh, I believe it's in that book Brother Forsyth was using this morning. I don't know what it's in here or not. But uh, anyway, I can quote you part of it. Praise God. I'd just like to read it to you. Praise the Lord. A songbook that don't have a Pentecostal fire in it. Need to be in our church. <laughs> Excuse me if I'm blunt and plain. <laughs> I don't think so. Praise God. But the songwriter said, "Their souls and sins, which we is it find it for me, brother? 
which we fail to win. Did you hear me? And I believe this songwriter had an inspiration when he wrote it. Praise God. There are souls in sin which we fail to win just because we like desire. And I'm going to tell you, brother, you can take every vitamin, you can take every pill that drugstore can offer you, but you won't get a desire to live for God offer any of them. There is only one place where you can get a desire to do something from God, and that's on your knees. Praise God. That's in a prayer closet somewhere. That's in a church service worshiping God and hearing the preaching of the Word of the Lord and in the Sunday school. Praise God. That's where you can get a desire. He said, just because we like desire. And then he said, and the thing we need, strongly need indeed, is another program. Amen. It's some more gimmicks. No more chewing gum. Amen. No, brother, it's not another program. It's not more mechanics we need. It's not louder music we need. It's not rock music we need. It's not country music we need. But what we need, brother, is a Pentecostal fire. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. So when Paul wrote to the church at Corinth, he started off like this in the first verse. He said, Brethren, I can't write to you as spiritual. He said, There's just no way I can write to you as a bunch of spiritual, spiritual people. He said, Because you're carnal. You're carnal. He said, When you've got favoritism among you, and when you got partyism among you, and when you like somebody else better than somebody else, he said, you're carnal. You're not spiritual. And he said, I want to tell you, one of these days, God's going to send revival that'll put your soul in the midst of the fire. And you're going to have to say yes, or you're going to have to say no. Praise God. I don't believe, ladies and gentlemen, that hypocrisy can live in the midst of a Pentecostal fire. That's the truth. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. If you have built your little foundation or upon this foundation with hypocrisy, I'm going to tell you, your wood, your hay, your stubble is going to burn up in the Pentecostal flames of revival. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And some people can't stand revival because it tries to burn, it will burn out their hypocrisy if they let it. They say he's preaching right at me. Well, you need it. He wouldn't be preaching to you if you didn't need it. If he's not that kind of preacher, he needs to pray. Amen. Praise God. And I don't think anything will dig up the hypocrisy in us and make us real true blue apostolics any more than a revival of the Pentecostal fire. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, my brother. Praise God. There are souls in sin which we fail to win. Just because, just because, you could take this songbook and preach a sermon. Hallelujah. Just 
song back and preach for two or three nights. Hallelujah. And me, we want to resort to some of this fast-moving stuff and some of this loud-beating stuff. We want to say that's the power. Oh, that gets people. You know, that really makes them move. I want to tell you, I don't care about that kind of moving. Now, bless God, give me something. When people can shout with all kind of garbs on and all kind of jewelry on and, and all kind of hairdos and, and everything else, brother, I'm going to tell you, it's being shout, yeah, shouting without the Pentecostal fire. Hallelujah. 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 Thank God. The last verse is another sermon. If your heart is cold, and you lost the power, then you need to change circuit. Huh? You need to change faster. If your heart is cold and you lost the power, you need another program. Oh, I know, brother. There's a sermon right here in this man's inspiration. If your heart is cold and you lost the power, God still loves you, and God wants to revive you, and God wants you to have a revival in your soul that'll burn up the hypocrisy, that'll burn up the formalism, that'll burn up the profession, that'll burn up everything that's unlike God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I want to tell you, God wants to give us a Holy Ghost revival, and I believe it's on its way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God. I read a little while back where man was preaching. He uh, said when he got through, man walked up to him and said, Brother, he said, that kind of preaching set our church back 50 years. He said, well, I'm disappointed. I was trying to set it back 2,000 years. Hallelujah. 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 So, brother, don't thank me strange. I'm just trying to run this thing back a little bit. Praise God. Praise God. I'm trying to give you a picture of what that apostolic church preached. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Paul said you can be carnal if you want to. You can say, I like Paul, or I like Apollos better than the other if you want to. You can have your little clicks if you want to. But he said, I want to tell you, the fire is going to try every man's work of what sort it is. Praise God. Praise God. And he said, if any man is going to be saved, he'll be saved because of a fire. D.L. Moody once said, put some fire in your sermon and put your sermon in the fire. I feel some fire up here this morning. Praise God. Let's wave our hand to Jesus, would you? Hallelujah. 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 Brother Basil asked me this morning if I'd sing tonight. I said, well, I'll tell you after service this morning. Amen. Praise God. If I'm able, I'll try. 
Praise God. But right now, I'm telling you what, I'd rather preach than anything I know to do. Hallelujah. That's the truth. And I'll tell you what, I'm not worthy to be up here. All these good preachers, I don't deserve to be up here. Brother Buford Miller, my God, saint of God for many, many years, minister of the gospel, has been a blessing to me. Over the years when I was in the state of Mississippi, this man has helped me so many times. Brother Jimmy Miller, Brother Forsyth, praise God. I'm glad Brother Creel's going to be preaching. I know that I'm not worthy to be here, but it's his mercy that saved all of us. Hallelujah. It's his mercy that saved all of us. I never thought that I was a conference preacher anyway. Maybe I'm not, but I'm doing the best I can. Praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So he said, if your heart is cold, God, how's my heart? How's my Is it cold? Is my heart cold? If your heart is cold, you stir the emotions by stirring the heart. Amen. But when the heart gets stirred, it'll stir the emotions too. Hallelujah. When the heart gets stirred, it'll affect something else. Praise God. Because the Bible said, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it. It's the issues of life. Praise God. Praise God. So the writer said, if your heart is cold and you lost the power, God will give you your desire. He still loves you, brother. He still loves me. When we get cold and indifferent, he still loves me. He doesn't withdraw himself from me. But he doesn't want me to turn to hypocrisy. He doesn't want me to turn to formalism. He doesn't want me to be satisfied with profession. He wants me to get in the fires of revival somewhere and find me a place to get revived and burn the chaff out of my life and get refilled with the power of the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Did you know when Israel failed to walk with God and when they failed to be real, God put them in the fire. Amen. Praise God. Brother Creel, you got your Bible? I'd like you to turn to Ezekiel. I believe it's the 22nd chapter. And about the 20, 20 something verse there. Let me, I must have it down here somewhere. 22 and 20. Praise God. When Israel failed, you see, and please, please don't read me wrong. I thank God for what we've got and what we're doing. I really do. And I believe we're headed for one of the greatest revivals we've ever known. And you know when it's going to come? When the Holy Ghost and fire. When the Holy Ghost and fire burns the chaff out of us. And burns the worldliness out of us. Amen. And burns the pride out of us. And burns the fashions off of us. And burns everything else that's unlike Almighty God. Amen. And our heart begins to warm up. If your heart is cold and you lost the power, God will give you your desire. If you seek his face every day and hour, he will send the old time fire. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Ezekiel 22 and 20. Read me part of that verse, if not all of it. As they gather silver and brass and iron and lead and tin into the midst of the furnace to blow the fire upon it and to what? To do what? You know what we need? We need to be melted. Oh God, we become too hard. We need to be melted. 
And if God can somehow hear the prayer of some precious saint of God or some minister and blow the fire upon us, that it will melt our hardness, melt our ways, melt everything about us that's unlike God. Glory! Oh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. To melt it. He said, so I'm going to gather Israel and I'm going to put her in the fire. Amen. I'm going to leave her there. I'm going to melt her. Why, God? Because they still have their worship service just like they've always had speaking in our terminology and they still offer their sacrifices they still pay their tithes and they still sing in the choir and they still play the music but it's not real there's too much chaff among them there's conspiracy among them there's false prophets among them and he said I sought for a man that would stand in the gap that would make up the hedge that's the 30th verse of that chapter. I sought for a man. I want you to know God's seeking for a church today. Not just a man. He's seeking for a church that will stand in the gap.